don't care a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't care a little bit can go a long way. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, too, that I've gotten in trouble because I don't care. Yeah. You know, so I gotta yeah. like find out where where the I don't care is too much. Yeah, true that. Because I get man, it. If, if you live your life caring about what other people say, right? Like you screw. Yeah. No, too. viviendo. Right. But then if you don't care, it's like I don't care, and then it's just. Amen, hermana. Amen, Santo. Like I almost instantly thought I gotta have her back because I think there was a combination of both of us being very nervous. Yeah. I think you were the first one to tell me something that wild. Yes, it was deep. Yeah. And I didn't expect that. And again, like if you felt that comfortable, I'm not gonna say no. You know what I mean? Like after these seasons, I'm thinking like, whoa, like this is kind of cool that people feel comfortable in this environment. I think I texted you like. I don't know if it was the same day, but I was like, listen, I felt like I had to stay like somebody that he needed to hear it. Yeah. And that's why I, and yeah, it was comfortable. So I did want to speak about it. Believe me, I, I so much appreciate how transparent you were. And I think, again, it was a combination of both of us being, both of us being that nervous, me on my side, not yeah, I was a mess being too. ready was, for that. Yeah. But at the same time, you didn't have to, you didn't have to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But I know that it was helpful for some people. There's no doubt in my mind that that it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Cause you never know. You never know. Oh, never know what somebody's going through mm-hmm. sitting next to you. Literally anywhere in a church, in the train, in a bus, at work. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm gonna thank you a billion times yep. for coming back. You are the very first person to come back. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, I feel honored. You know that that reaction shows me that you haven't been listening to the shows because nobody has no, repeated. I, I, but I told you. <laughs> but I told you. Didn't I flagging on the shows? Uh, I have, been, but I did listen to the one that you just told me about the PK movement. I told you I've been slacking on the shows. That's all right. So I, was like, yeah. I even heard mine to see what the heck I said, <laughs> and then I heard it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's all right. You know why? Because I don't care. no that's a lie i do care again thank you thank you for coming back and i think we cut it very short the first time we we talked yeah and afterwards so many questions came to mind and that's why i'm having you back okay let's go and i really appreciate it thank you so just to recap uh for those of you who haven't heard the show yet uh, Alyssa was in the first season, and we talked a little bit about about the regularness of being a pastor's kid. Uh, but we did get into something very serious. Yes, for sure. So thank you for having me back. I appreciate that. Um, probably around the age of nine, I started getting sexual abuse, molested by a close person of our family. And it went on probably through my teen years. I'm glad we kind of moved out of state so I didn't have to see the person so much. But yeah, I started at a young age and I was confused. I didn't know what was going on, and but I knew it wasn't right. And I couldn't tell my parents. Like, I just couldn't because I didn't want my parents to hurt. I didn't want to hurt them. So I kept it inside for years. 
Like my parents didn't find out until I was pregnant myself. Wow. So I kept it in all these years, you know, from nine to like 15 or 16 when we finally moved from Boston to Jersey. Yeah, I kept it in. I didn't tell anybody. I think I mentioned it to my brothers. But yeah, we didn't want to hurt our parents. Like, so I'm like, I'm just going to take it and I will never tell my parents. Like, even when I got pregnant, I still didn't even want to tell my parents. But I got pregnant and all these feelings started coming back. Meanwhile, the way I dealt with it was just I forgot it. Like, I became numb to what I was going through. So it didn't, like, affect me, per se, because I didn't even think about it. Whatever happened, we're just going to keep living and keep doing what I'm doing because I can't have my parents find out something's wrong with me or that something's going on. So I acted like nothing. Like, I was numb to it. And now this is parte de mi vida, as crazy as that sounds. Wow. Literally. Yeah, so I never thought about it. It happened, it happened. It would always happen every weekend. And nothing. I just kept acting normal because I didn't want my parents to find out. Fast forward to when I become pregnant and all these feelings coming back. Me still seeing the person. I'm like, this person is never going to see my kids. Wow. Yeah, so I ended up telling my husband. And yeah, my husband told my dad, which I know he was just trying to help. Because I was getting all these feelings and all these emotions that I never got when I was younger. Mm. But being pregnant, knowing that I'm having a girl, that did something for me. Like, oh my God, like, what the heck did I go through? Like, I'm trying not to get emotional. It's all right. Meanwhile, I haven't really spoken like this out to anybody. So, but yeah, I started getting emotional and I'm like, oh my God telling my husband this happened to me and I'm having like we're having a girl and this person would never see my kid like ever in pintura you know what I mean because then mm-hmm. we start getting like protective this is my kid and whatever happened to me not that my parents weren't protective of me but it was a close family member you know so I'm like all these feelings started going through me and so yeah my husband started he told my dad and my dad had to tell my mom and they confronted me about it, and I said, yep. I was like, yep, it happened. And they were like, but why didn't you tell us? And I'm like, I just didn't want to hurt you guys, you know? And we finally confronted the person. I'm still pregnant. person kind of denied it. Mm. So that was another, like, really? My parents, you know, they talked to me, and, you know, they even apologized. And, and they were like, you know, you could have told us. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but... I couldn't tell my parents. I did not want to hurt them. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't. And so they got help. And they were like, Elisa, you know, I want you to come with us to get help. Speak to somebody. And I was just kind of, like, a little hard-headed. So I never got help myself. Okay. I didn't. My parents did. And we spoke about it. And no, I did help. I am okay. Of course, when I got pregnant and found I was having a girl, that did kind of hit me. But I'm okay. I told them I'm okay. I promise. And, you know, being in church, that did help me a lot. Um, Praying. And I know God gave me peace. This person finally passed away. And I did tell him before he passed away that I did forgive him. And, you know, I meant it. Literally. And two, three minutes later, he passed. Like, we were all in the room. Wow. Yeah. It, it, it was rough. It was rough. I'm not going to lie. But since I numbed it and I never thought about it again, it didn't affect me growing up. But then I get pregnant and it affects me. Go figure, you know? That's crazy. 
that sounds really lonely. It's it's so weird to explain because growing up as a PK, it's like we have to be strong mm-hmm. and we don't even think about it. Like I never be like, I te pasando esto, how am I gonna, you know, like like se me olvido, I like discarded it in my mind. Like I literally like didn't even think about it, became numb to it. Wow. Like it was normal. As crazy as that sounds, doesn't it sound crazy? Like no, I already know what's gonna happen this weekend. Blah, blah. Oh. Like. How sick is that? That's hard. But that's okay. how to cope with it. Just don't think about it. Wow, that's that's tough. And how yeah. how did you feel like after your after your your parents' reaction? Like, did you did you like? Oh my gosh, my parents know they're gonna kill me. No, I didn't think that. I thought they're gonna kill the person. Oh. That's what I thought. Meanwhile, the person's old now. That's what I thought. That's why I never wanted. Like, if I would tell my parents. At 15, 16 years old, like, I don't even know what would happen, you know? Like, I don't know what my dad would do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? So I just never wanted to do that. I don't know why. You, I know your dad. I think he would yeah. have acted the same way. I think he would have helped you out just like how he did. Yeah, he would have. Who knows, I know right? I slap <laughs> My dad's gonna end up in jail because you know he's human, he's mm-hmm. just not a pastor. If I would tell my dad at 15, 16 what was happening to me, all I thought was my dad's gonna be in prison because he's gonna go and strangle this guy, you know, because we're normal, we're freaking humans. Mm-hmm. Just because we're Christian, we're pastors, we're human too. People need to know and realize that. I don't know, I never did, but that's the way it happened, that's the way it unfolded. That's intense. Yeah. Did your husband tell you that he was going to tell your dad? No, he didn't. He just told him. Because <laughs> I still, at that point, I still didn't want my parents to know. That is so intense. I just told him just to kind of tell him how I was feeling. Just to, I guess, let it out. Mm-hmm. But no, I think I even remember telling him, don't say nothing. That well, went down the Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was good that you told him, though, because if... If you would act a certain way yeah. and he didn't know your situation, he'd be like, why Why are you acting? Why are you making this such a big deal of, of about this? Or yeah. whatever situation would, would come out, mm-hmm. you know, you have a daughter and you say, well, this guy's looking at my daughter re- really weird. And, and you get kind of funky and your husband's trying to figure things out. It yeah. was good for you to tell him. No, I totally agree. I totally I'm glad he did tell it because then it was a good thing for my parents to know at the end of the day. You know, and I did feel a relief, like, oh, my God, I don't have to hide this anymore. I was just about to ask, how did that relief feel? It felt good, even though the person denied it. But I felt good that I got it off my chest and that my parents did know. They're like, they weren't mad. They weren't, you know, they didn't judge me. Like, because I think that's what sometimes we think, like, oh, my God, am I doing something wrong? What am I doing to deserve this? Am I... Being provocative, mind you, I'm freaking nine years old. Yeah. No. Like, what am I doing wrong? But no, I'm glad they were there to help me out and everywhere they can, even though I didn't want to get help from, I didn't want to talk to anybody at that time. Not that I'm against it, I just didn't want to. Yeah, well, it's, it's hard. Yeah. And then after so many years. Exactly. What I'm thinking is like, after so many years, why would I bring this back up and, and, and then all these feelings come up? But it's healthy. Yeah. The whole pregnancy thing just woof, took me somewhere else. Wow. I can't imagine. Yeah. It was crazy. You said that um 
you forgave this person how you know we're, we're christians obviously yeah did you pray about forgiving this person or did you feel like okay it's time to forgive this person how, how did that go about i did forgive the person and i did pray about it because i wanted to forgive the person at the end of the day because i don't want that hate in my heart you know i'm having a baby and i don't want these feelings that I hate this person because I'm not going to lie. I did hate the person, mm -hmm. but I couldn't live my life knowing he passed away. I didn't tell them I do forgive you. I don't want to have that on my heart either. And I did forgive the person. I did forgive him. Deep down inside, I did. Mm -hmm. And he didn't ask to be forgiven. He didn't ask. He didn't say, I apologize. He didn't say none of that. But I wanted to for myself. Wow. Yeah. That's really strong for you to say. I didn't want to live with this hate in my heart. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Yeah, I'm having a baby. How is my baby going to benefit from me as a mom when I have hate in my heart? Even if I'm hating on my baby, but I still have that in my heart. Right. I couldn't. That's right. It, it, you don't necessarily hate on your baby, but you ha yeah, that's, that's really important to just let that hate out of your heart. And it's crazy because as soon as I told the person, I forgive you, I passed away. Like, it was, like, so creepy. But then again, God is powerful. Like it's so it. creepy. <laughs> How about this? Okay, you know, let's let's look at it in the, in this spiritual sense of, of yeah. the thing. You don't forgive this person. Ten years down the line, the devil uses that hate against you. Yeah. Not that we know, really. But mm -hmm. I wonder if when you let that hate go, the enemy's like, ah, oh, there, goes, there goes my chance of, of doing something later on because somebody told me one time and i really really hold this he said that the devil's most powerful weapon is is patience mm -hmm. so he'll he'll plant something when you're eight and then bring it out when you're 48 wow you know and you don't you you don't you don't know about it yeah like when you say that when you said i let this hate out of my heart like right away i'm like Boom, that, that can't go against you now. No, yeah. And you feel a relief too. Like, okay, I'm okay. Like, I went through what I went through, but I forgave you. And, like, truly from my heart, and I'm okay now. I feel I feel fine. Like, the devil won't ever hold this against me. That's awesome. Or over me. Ever. It's, it's crazy. Only God, right? That's powerful right there. Only God. That's probably a whole nother show. Literally. I mean, because people, people hate, like, okay, you grow up as a pastor's kid. Mm -hmm. Something happens to you, maybe not as uh, severe as what happened to you. But everybody has their own mind, right? Somebody says something to you in church about wh whatever the case may be. Like, I can't talk about anything because no one, no one really disrespected me like that. Mm -hmm. But people, people then start hating people in church. Mm -hmm. And then they say, well, I hate the church. Like how you said, they don't they don't let that hate go, and yeah. that just that just grows and grows and grows and grows, and then they're like, "Don't ever talk to me about God." Yep. And they leave the church. Yep. For whatever reason it is, I don't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mm -hmm. even matter what reason it is. Yeah, you have to be some kind of mature Christian for that not to happen. Because mm -hmm. people mess up all the time. We've seen it all, all the time. So for one bad apple, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like we can't, we can't do that. We have to be mature spiritually. 
And it's a hard thing to do, but you have to. Yeah. Part of the show is for people that are not pastor's kids to maybe think about what they're going to tell a pastor's kid because they might they might hurt somebody that deep. Mm-hmm. And then like later on down the line, that person remembers that person remembers when when they're 25, they remember what happened, what that member said to them when they were 15. Yeah, people got to know we're human. And just because we're pastors, kids, or we're part of the family, that we're these people that don't feel. Yeah. But we're normal and we're human. And forget it. For somebody to come and tell you something, like say you're growing up with this on hanging over your head, and somebody comes and tells you something silly. Yeah. You what is like really I you know everybody goes through their, through their things and and something happened to me when when I was coming up like I was going through some stuff personally. Yeah. And like it was really hurting me personally. And then somebody's like, "Yo, tú debes de cortar el pelo." I'm like, "Dude, I didn't say this out loud." Yeah. But I'm thinking, "Bro, you don't know what's in my heart right now and you worried about my hair, bro?" Like simplest thing. Like again, you don't know who's going through what. Like nobody knew mm-hmm. what you were going through, and then they, they they throw you some silly stuff. Some silly stuff. Tú quieres saber por qué tengo la cara? Like leave us alone. Let us just be. Like nobody knows. Nobody knows what our struggles are. Even For to real. today, people be nice. Like. I always try to be nice. I'm a server at night, and every table I go to, I'm positive. I say something nice because at the end of the day, you don't know what the person is going through. Yeah. You don't. So be nice, people. I tell my kids all the time, like, of course, there's a, there's a line that you have yeah. to draw. But I used mm-hmm. to, my, my daughter especially, uh, she would have some issues with friends at school. Oh, she doesn't yeah. want to be my friend. Uh, she, she says this to me. And I say, Clarita, like, Sometimes you don't know what's going on in that person's house. Maybe the mom is mean to her or maybe her dad is mean to her or maybe they don't get, you know, because we yeah. try to love on our kids as much as possible oh, growing yeah. up. You don't know what's going I I'm like, Clarita, you don't know if mom and dad aren't together and that. Of course, mm-hmm. you got to know where the, to draw the line. Yeah, of course, you're not going to get, you know, slapped around tampoco. Right. But I would tell my kids that a lot. and And even now. As a grown person, I try to think about it. And I'm like, you know, got to respect everybody. Got to be nice. Be nice. <laughs> it sounds like you're talking to kids. <laughs> How do you feel now? How do you feel now as, as uh, I'm not going to say your age because I don't want to offend anybody. But how do you feel now? It's all good. I feel good now. Everything I've been through, it does make you the person you are today even though when i did become a mother i was so strict like i would see my daughter with somebody and i'm just like i got like i would tell my husband go get the baby like i was a little bit of a mess when they were young i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. it was a process for me but you know you do have to kind of okay like i gotta kind of let this go because not everybody's bad mm-hmm. like you think people you know you just start looking at everybody sideways you know what i mean it's yep. the worst ever because we judge people and they, they you know they're fine there's nothing's wrong with them but it's you and your mind yeah but i'm good now i don't think about it like i even opened up to my kids a few years ago wow i did tell them what happened to me 
Because they're like, all right, mom, you're so strict and we don't go nowhere. And I'm like, sit down. Let me tell you why I'm the way I am. And I had the conversation with them and they know. And it's good to have those conversations with our kids because it's real life. Of course. And then it's the perspective of why, why mom and why dad is so, so strict with us. You know, so they understood that as well. So it's good to talk about it with the kids. Yeah. You know, obviously not at a young age, so they don't understand. But when we told them they were probably 15 or 16, that they had more like, okay, yeah, they're getting big. And I think it was good for them to know and see where we're coming from. Like, yeah, you ain't going nowhere. Let me tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm good now. And I thank God. God was with me during the whole process. And I'm good. But that's cool, though. Like. You know, it's it's funny that you and your brothers talking to Marcus about his baby. Like, I didn't know that, and yeah. it, it it was shocking the way the way he talks, and he's like, he's got so much strength in his voice. Oh. You know, and and like you said, what happens makes what happens in your past makes you who you are now, and it's up to you to do whatever you got to do with that information. Exactly. You could have easily slipped and got crazy, and lost your mind literally you ever see intervention <laughs> like I, not that i needed it but i'm like wow this person got same thing as me got molested and they're on drugs Están, like homeless and i'm like thank you god because during my process i was able to make it out okay mm-hmm. you know and again it's how we grew up like we kind of had no choice but to be strong and i'm glad we grew up the way we did because we are strong yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> Some of us are stronger than others. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you uh that you're willing to talk about this again. I know it's not an easy thing to do. On my end, it's it's almost uncomfortable, but at the same time, I know I know that that people are going to benefit. And years have passed by and things like this happen. Yeah, it happens all the time, actually. Unfortunately, in and out of church, it really doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Yep. It doesn't even matter. We're not exempt. So you talked a little bit the last show to give us a, a, a word of encouragement for people that have maybe gone through that situation. The only thing I can say, God is the only way. Like, pray to God and speak up. Like, I know every situation is different and we don't want to hurt the people or hurt our family members for them to know. All right, people who do these bad stuff, they need to pay. They need to pay for it. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's consequences for everything, but just speak up. Speak up. Because that mean you don't know if this person is doing it to other people. And once you speak up, all that hopefully will stop. Somebody, you know, you have to speak up. And the only way I got through it was, you know, God, too. You know, just God really helps us and he's with us and pray. And don't think that it's your fault because it's not your fault. You know, it's nobody's fault when these things happen. Just be encouraged and just be strong. Be strong. Be strong and courageous. Amen, sister. (laughs) Again, thank you for taking your time. Thank you for being transparent. It's not easy. It isn't, but who cares? Who cares, man?
Thank you.